Hey, it's your man, Saul Wright, a.k.a. the Black Alex B. Keaton, a.k.a. Shupat Shakur, a.k.a. the Boss King Ross, a.k.a. Iron Knight Tyson, and the a.k.a. that matters the most, Jack Swagless. Just want to say what's up to Fro Nation. Say what's up. Big shout-out to the king and queen of the Frocast, King Germ, Queen Germ. Say what's up to b Easy for keeping this shit popping. Saying what's up to Short T, my nigga Short T, and, of course, GQ Blue, hey man, keep this shit rolling, man. Nappy Afro forever, Procast for life. Y'all enjoy the show. You are now tuned in to the dopest podcast for the dopest network on the internet. This is the Procast, the king and the queen. We out. NappyAfro.com. Welcome to the Frocast. It's your girl, Queen Germ, a.k.a. Miss Savannah, a.k.a. I'm Educated Yet Ignorant, a.k.a. The Queen of QVC, a.k.a. Bipolar Mom, a.k.a. I Hear No One, and a.k.a. Your Grade is Your Motherfucking Grade. I'm joined with the host. He ain't really the most no more because I'm the host today. Um, my, my sidekick, King Germ. Wow. Say what's up to the people, King Germ. First of all, I've never been called a sidekick on the Frocast. Just so you know, I am the Frocast. That's my new AKA. I am the Frocast. AKA, it's your boy, King Germ. AKA, the People's Champ. AKA, the most electrifying motherfucking podcast today. AKA, the next door neighbor of Danny Tanner. AKA, LeBron Flames. AKA, the King of the Lames. AKA, the illegitimate son of Carl Weathers. AKA, ASAP Stikey. AKA, Mr. Sensible Shoes. AKA, the Brooks Bandit. AKA, Bill Goldberg in the bedroom, and the last AKA, the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And um, I'm not hosting this week, so it kind of feels uh, different to be in the passenger side. So I'm going to let... Uh, AKA sidekick. <laughs> never that. But uh, as always, uh, you know, because I know she don't know this, so I'm going to go ahead and do this. I'm going to throw her this little uh, bone, you know. As always, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Follow us on uh, Instagram, at Frocast. Follow us on iTunes. Excuse me. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram, at Nappy Afro. Uh, if you want to see the main site, it's at Nappy Afro on Instagram. And, uh, you know, always go to Frocast.com, listen to the shows. You can stream us on Spotify. And, of course, the voicemail is 347-201-2572. Leave us a comment voicemail we'll play it on the show just like uh we did earlier you know i know y'all heard that one but uh anyway i'm throwing the ball back to her this her show thank you so much but nonetheless um i guess we won't get this party started it's only december middle of december um week before christmas oh so how was your week how was your week I mean, I was talking, but, you know. I mean, I'm just trying to keep the, you know, I don't want you to miss certain things that we do. So, you know. Yeah, how was your week? My week was pretty good. Um, Minus the drama. Mm. You know, work is constantly eventful. Uh, It is what it is. Lucky to be employed. No, not lucky. They're lucky to have me. No, I'm just saying, some people that's not employed, they would love to have some drama going on. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but at the same time, you know, it is what it is. So, I mean, it was all good. Um, Still trying to wipe the tears and and help put people back on the tracks at work, (laughs) because it's that time of year again, you know, the end of the semester. um, It's when you find out all the problems that the people went through all semester long, whether they be legitimate or... all kind of stuff. Yeah, three, four times, sometimes. They were sick, they had some kind of illness, and, you know, they they had issues at home, they had to, you know, you you know what I'm saying, these students going to lie to you all kind of ways. I I mean, some valid, most not. So many of them lying, like, I just, I I think I'll, I'm just sorry. When he start telling me they little soft story, I'll be like, oh, okay, I mean, I understand Take because that scene, nigga, live with it. Um, I was in school. Extra points not gonna help you if your uh, rent, if your mama rent late and she about to get kicked out, evicted of the house. What what is these extra points gonna do for it's you? It's gonna so? help you get closer to your dream to one day yeah, be able well, to take well, care of But mama of still body. gonna get. What, so don't tell me about the eviction because mama shit outside on the damn curb now. But that'll give a hope because you know you got <laughs> another get... next year coming. <laughs> and maybe y'all can get stuff back on track come <laughs> the beginning of the next semester. 
Oh man! So you know, I mean, and it's just it's shout just out to all the families living off their kids in college, man. And that's there. the sad part because it's it's stressful. <laughs> I mean, thank God I didn't have to live that life, but a lot of kids do, and it's yeah. sad because they sending money back home, and these people not even giving you a break because. These kids need to be studying. They can't be coming home for all kind of stuff. They can't be worried mm-hmm. about your problems. They can't mm-hmm. be dealing with all that. And then at the end of the semester, when the child come up short, you you disappointed and all the other stuff. But I'm like, hell, you part of the problem. Yeah. So mm-hmm. poor child can't even focus on what they're supposed to do. But, I mean, I try to do the best that I can because God knows I care. But it's just like yeah. some things you can you can help and some things you can't. So I just have to learn to, to know you know, where to draw the line. So that's where it is. But where are you? What about you? What about your day? What are your your week? Oh man, my week was uh uneventful than a motherfucker, man. No? I mean, yeah, I mean I was just sick. I mean, other than that, I mean, you know, that was the most eventful thing that happened to me over the past week. I was sick, got better, slept it off. I mean, hey, that shit was crazy. My body was on fire. Like I felt like fucking daredevil. You know mm. what I'm saying? And I mean, if anybody watched Daredevil, y'all know what I'm talking about. I was just on fire, and then I just... I mean, your body was kind of hot. I know. And I mean, so, you know. But other than that, man, your boy back. I mean, we in the building. Episode 333. I don't know if the, anybody told y'all that, but, you know. Nigga, stay throwing shade. I could have I closed with that. You don't know what I could have done with that. Okay, but you but know. But you know, niggas okay. is hating. I'm, like I said, let me go back to my... uh. My side, side kick. my sidekick duties this week. Sidekick. Wow. Know your role, nigga. So we're going to get this thing started off with our first topic. It's just the middle of December and niggas already talk about uh, filing their taxes. Is it is it really that close to that time? Yes, already? it is. I can feel it. It's can you? Yes. I, I mean, what what is so exciting? Like, man, I don't understand. Like, okay. See, y'all people that's above the tax refund line. Y'all don't get the joys that us people below the line get. That's just like, you know, I mean, that's like, I don't know, when the government's giving you a nice chunk chunk of money that you can decide to do whatever you want to do with it, whether it's get caught up on bills, whether it's to, you know, waste it, whether it's to invest it or whatever you want to do with it, it's just a great feeling. And we know that time is right around the corner. Like once December here, we know we just got to make it through January. And once January... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Once we get that W two at the end of January, it's it's like it shit start getting real. And then you know, mm-hmm. once you make that call, a couple of days later, you gonna have a nice little windfall. And you know, me personally, I know I'm gonna pay off some credit card uh, debt, cutting them credit cards up. I'm calling people up and say, yes, I'm gonna close the accounts. You know what I'm saying? Thank y'all, but no thanks. You know what I'm saying? You know, me and Navy Federal, we're gonna rock it out. You know what I'm saying? And that's just what it's gonna be. Because okay. I know some Jordans come out in February also. Oh my. And then those will be getting bought also. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's... I ain't mad at you because I don't know about the shoes, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I when I all I'd be hoping to do is break even. That's all I can yeah, do. I mean, that's all you should be. I mean, but you know, like that 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 that's not your dream anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not your, you know, you are on to bigger and better things. Let us, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> let us <laughs> other guys. So. Yeah, let us other guys. Let us let, let the sisters of the poor enjoy, you know what I'm saying, tax season. Because it's almost here. And, I mean, I can feel it. Well, like, all I can say is somebody buy me something. Shit. I mean, you know, you play cards right, you might get something. You know play I mean? my cards right. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling oh, you. Oh, my goodness. What, what <laughs> kind of cards I got? I got to play Hey, you got to play the right ones. I got to just be nice, that's all. Nah, you got to be, I mean, just look, just play cards right. That's all I'm okay. saying. You might, yeah. who knows. Long enough, I ought to know what to do. Man. Yeah, might get you a, a, you might be able to throw some bacon on that burger next time we go oh, out. Oh, just bacon? Okay. Hey, you know. Cheese? Man. No. Cheese? Hey, look, hey, cheese and bacon. You, you okay. play cards right. Italian. Sound good to me, but I just didn't realize it was just that that time was before yes. us. I mean, I saw, I see a lot of stuff on social media, and it's just like, really, is it that time of year already? Mm. I mean, can't we get to the, the holiday? Oh, man, hey, look, man, damn the holiday! I might have to postpone the holiday till then, and you know what I'm saying? Hey, it is what it is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, Christmas is for kids anyway, so yeah. I'll never be. Trying to do too yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, I, don't, I don't be looking for nothing for Christmas, man. But know. since we're talking about Christmas, when you think about um, purchasing Christmas gifts, you know, when, when we were younger, I guess. Um, Speak for yourself. I'm still young. Okay. In comparison to who? <laughs> Somebody that's knocking on heaven's door. But, okay, whatever. Uh, how much do you think is a reasonable amount to spend on a, on a gift for a significant other? 
Mm. Like, how, how significant is this other? I mean, I'm just saying, you have to tell me. Is the dollar amount making significant? Boyfriend, girlfriend? Yeah, boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance. Serious? I mean, okay, that's spouse. different levels. Okay, Stop so let's, let's, let's do it in. If it's boyfriend, girlfriend, and let's say y'all been together a year or less, mm-hmm. $25 is the max. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't sound so good to me. But yeah, okay. a year more. Fifty dollars. You know okay. what I'm saying? If y'all engaged or whatever, this is your main thing. You know, you know, a hundred dollars. You know, if it's your wife, probably about fifty dollars. Oh hell no! Like you trying to impress somebody, you are gonna give them a hundred dollar gift. But then once I done got locked into this shit, yeah, now I go back down to fifty. Yes, that's, because that's you're my wife, and you get gifts all through the year. Nah, yeah, bro. you get gifts nah. all through the year. Uh, you don't, you don't, it. you don't. Every day, like holidays, don't mean nothing to wives because yes, y'all are showed y'all love and appreciation That's every day. So no, you don't get, you know, you don't get the super gifts on the holidays. Like no, that doesn't make sense. Well, I don't agree with that because it might be a day like a Tuesday where a nigga just hit hit the number or something and then boom, you know, like no holiday needed. You no know? holiday needed just because yeah. you hit the number. Yeah, and you doing the the butterfly. Doing, yeah. And there you go. And you got your extra dollars in rotation. I got a little bonus from work or something. You know what, ma'am? Take the baby out tonight, man. She ain't eating. Nah, baby, you ain't cooking. Let's go. Man, yeah, get your but that's, that's yeah, no. See, that's like nah. So no, I don't. I'm I not, mean, you should be doing that for the girlfriend or whoever you with because whenever you get a little extra something, I would hope that that significant other is significant enough that you think about her or you know if it's a girl and y'all you, know my rules. If you go above and beyond, that means you're cheating. So, but that's not true because you, you that's that's a cop out. That's a cheap nigga way of getting over. It's that's getting that's over. what yes it is. Like you gonna you gonna set somebody's standards so low to where you have to do the bare minimum. So then they don't even expect you to do nothing good yeah. because they they look at that as a negative yeah. when you do a lot. Exactly. That's some bullshit. Yes, I'm telling that's you that's just, the truth. No, that's your no 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 no. Yes, that's not. Every now and then, somebody should be afforded a nice opportunity to go out, take them on a trip, take them for just a day to the beach. It ain't got to even be a whole, you know, weekend thing. Just take take them out, do something nice. You know what I'm saying? It ain't got to be all of that. So you ain't got to be cheating to say, "Oh, let's go to the beach." I said, "Oh, I said no, no, I said above and beyond." When, when you ain't got to be cheating. When, do when, you, when you go for Christmas, you buying new cars, and you, oh, I bought a six pair of shoes, ten outfits, this, this, and that. Man, boy, I spent about about five bands on it this Christmas. You cheating, bro? Like, that's, I mean, it's that's, niggas that's cheating that ain't spending nothing. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be cheated on and getting some something to show for it. Man, no, you no, want you wouldn't want. Me. Yes, it is. I mean, I'm, so you telling get me? So you tell, so you're telling me? So this is basically what you're telling me. I if I bought you nice gifts, did nice things for you, you could you could look past a little cheating. If you did it on a regular basis, it can't be no one and done. Like if I did, like, but if I if all of a sudden I was just like, yo, oh come on, let's, I'm buying you all these nice, just nice stuff. You you'll turn the blind eye like, okay, yeah, he, he ran here. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a hard time just to you know for the show. But yeah, I'm not gonna go nowhere if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Hell. Wow. Man. I mean, that's the cost of doing business. Like, hell, you know, you gotta pay the pay the cost to be the boss. And that's what they say. That's what they say, man. So then that I means if you the boss and the boss like the cheat, hell, you did what you're supposed to do at this house. Hey, I might have to just, you know, sit down and be quiet. Hey, that's hey, that's hey, what women, it is. Women want better. Want better, queens. Whatever, don't, 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 don't. That's don't the listen. bullshit. That's why I say you get your own money. You don't have to worry about it. You make your own rules. But if you saying that Man. you depending on somebody, hell, you you always in the, in the loop for the foolery. So, I mean, like I said, but getting back to the original question, uh, Christmas gifts, like I said, I, like I said, nah. I'm always, I mean, I, I just, I mean, I don't even look at tags. If I feel like there's somebody, there's something that my person going to like, that's going to wow them. I'm like, hell, I look at the tag after the fact. I'm just going in there, see if I can find something that you like. Okay, you like that bet. Okay, it's in my price range. Got it. Boom. I mean. Would you, okay, let me ask you. I don't I, see. Would you say I'm a picky person to buy for them? Yes and no. I mean, you simple, but then you sickness. So it's just like, you could easily turn something that is just like the a good give into something like, well, you shouldn't have done this, or I ain't really need that, or whatever i mean now when we were earlier on you used to really be sickening because i'm like you will say you like something i go out and get it and then you'd be like i like it but that's too too flashy that's not my thing i'm like well how did you like it if it ain't your thing i I don't because i like something i mean i will wear it that's another thing 
I like it, but I know it's not for me. I like Chucks, but I can never wear Chucks. Never. I, I mean, like them. Okay. I mean, I guess, but you know, I, I don't like that. I mean, what you think? You think I'm a picky person? You're so simple. It's hard to find something to buy you because you're so simple. And it's like... Well, I need some house shoes with a back on it. I don't need nothing to slide my foot in. <laughs> I, that's what I need. I, I need those for Christmas. Dark color, please. <laughs> with the back in it what is that I'm saying like it has a back like you know what I'm saying your whole foot in it not something that you just slide your foot in and your your um foot you know what I'm saying the heel of your foot Got is out you. I need the whole thing covered so that way when I take my dog outside I, I don't have to be sliding in the neighborhood I got you yeah so we'll see man maybe I mean that's play. one thing that's a stocking stuffer then you can get the big gift I mean play your cards right all that. play your cards right I'm I'm doing a good job here, so I I don't understand. I didn't gave you the best eighteen years of my life. I don't know what um more can you ask for. <laughs> yeah, amazing. The best. Amazing. The best. The best. Amazing. And made them amazing for you as well. I'm sure. Okay. You don't think so? I didn't say anything. I mean, you're laughing though, so I'm that that means <laughs> that you are not really in agreement with no, what I'm saying. I am in agreement. I am in agreement. Okay. Still thinking about Christmas. Okay. Can you give me? Your most memorable Christmas moment of all times ever. So it could have been last year. It could have been when you were a kid. Well, definitely when I was a kid. Uh, but my uh, best Christmas memory one year, uh, my mom, like, it was, I'm trying to think what year it was. But anyway. She got me like about seven Nintendo games, a bicycle. Like I, I really got everything I wanted on my list that year. And I mean, yeah, it was selfish reasons why it was my favorite, but I got like a lot of games. And then that's when I really knew it went to Santa Claus. And that's it was kind of like I was, and I was one of them old late believers. Like I still believe in like third or fourth grade. Like I still thought it was a Santa Claus. And then I was just kind, it kind of hit me like, hold on, Santa Claus knew where I wanted my stuff because I was like, yo, I want my stuff right here. What it was, I came down, it was right there, and then, like, the kitchen was clean, because we had, like, a little Christmas party the night before, and I was just like, so Santa Claus cleaned up and all this stuff, and, and that's when I kind of knew that it wasn't a Santa Claus, but it was one of my best Christmases, you know what I'm saying, because I got, like, a bicycle and some games, so it was pretty lit. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess I have to say by far, I mean, for me, I'm always excited, because I am the gift giver. Um... I must say so myself. Um, I pride myself in being able to give people good gifts. And so, therefore, uh, the holidays is, are very important to me. I like going shopping up until the day. It's just the whole hustle and bustle of being in the mall and the various stores. Um, it does something I for me. I hate that part. Um, my family, we always go shopping and stuff. So, I, I really, you know, enjoy the whole uh, shopping atmosphere during this time of year. But... Um, Going and seeing my kids happy on Christmas, every Christmas that I've had them, is just amazing to see them. Like, especially that one thing that I said I wasn't going to get that I end up getting. And they are just like so happy that they got it. And it just makes me feel really good. But if I say like moment for myself would have had to been, I might have been like seven or eight years old. And being one of five, we didn't get a whole lot of stuff for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, we would get, you know what I'm saying, the main items, yeah. but as far as like all of the toys and all of that stuff, we would get like one big thing. So that year I was really into My Little Ponies. So they had this stable thing, right? And it had like at least eight, I would say maybe eight to 10 little stations or compartments where you could put the little ponies in. And of course I had one, but when I first saw it, I was just thinking, like, my mama probably would have got one or two of them. Um, but when I opened it, it had a pony in every little compartment. So I was extremely excited because this is, like, my favorite thing. And as old as I am today, I still have it. And so it just means a whole lot to me. It was just a really good Christmas because I was just, like, I thought that, you know, I didn't, I didn't have high expectations and when I saw that I had way more than I could have ever imagined having, it was just, it just made me feel real special. So I'll never forget it. So mm. that was one of my most favorite moments. Favorite Christmas song, 
This you Christmas. Know? This Christmas. Donnie Hathaway. Yeah. Easily. It's the GOAT Christmas song, people. But it's my favorite for one reason. It's because the year that I got a um, radio, that was the first song that came on Mm-mm-mm. when I found me a station on my radio. And ever since that Christmas, that has been my favorite Christmas song. Not a bad song to like. Not a bad song to like. Okay. Well, Any man. other Christmas memories do you have? Well, no. I mean, I know I had one a horrible Christmas memory. Um, one year I was by myself for Christmas. And I opened up my gift before Christmas. So when Christmas Day came, I ain't had nothing. Else. I had one gift that year. And I opened it up before Christmas. And it was an old Carolina Blue FUBU shirt. And I was like, I never wear this. Like... What was so my mama thinking? Been, I was say, we couldn't have been together. We done been together every Christmas, I guess. Yeah. And, and, and it was just like... For the most part. Yeah. And then when Christmas Day came, I was just like, wow. Nigga by itself, ain't got nothing to open. Like, I don't know where my grandma was. I don't know where everybody was. I was by myself that Christmas, man. Shit was nuts, man. But yeah, that was my, one of my worst Christmases. Lord have mercy. So, um... This is what you do. Give be easy a little pause spot to put in for the recording, I guess. So, do, so do you ever hear me stop and do what you just did during the show? Do I do that? <laughs> well, I wanted to put a little insert there. Well, I mean, the, you you don't worry about the editing. You do. You be the talent, okay? I am the talent. Don't start with no foolishness. <laughs> The next thing is talking about retirement. I mean, we feel like we've been working our whole life. I feel like I have. Nigga, um, you just started working eight years ago. Nigga, I haven't had I haven't had a job since I was fifteen on keep, paper. Keep for going. real. My so bad. Don't, don't yeah, My, don't keep don't going. Sorry. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> Therefore, um, I came across this thing and it was on uh, CBS News um, about retirement being out of reach for millions of Americans. Mm-hmm. So, how do you feel about that? I love it. Why? You think people are supposed to work till they die? Yes. Fuck else you supposed to do? Nigga, I'm not finna be at nobody's job until I die. And I pray God that I don't leave here no time soon. So, yeah. if I'm an old person, after 65, I'm tapping out. Like, I ain't got nothing else for nobody at nobody's job. I want to chill at my house I get me, I got and love. enjoy myself. I can do another 35. Nigga, you complain about moving in the morning like your body is aching. Yeah, you cracking your knee. You got cramps in your legs and all kind of yeah, carrying on. You got to be rubbed down with Tiger Balm and shit. <laughs> Do you really think you got another 30 years yes, in you? Yes, Nigga. If I get the right job. You I must get... be going to be a fucking griller somewhere because you sure as hell ain't finna do what you're doing now. Oh, no, I ain't going to do that for another, you know. You ain't going to do that for another. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, how you got these people, these old people, that should not even be American. It is. No. There's no way in the world you telling me that old people got any business at a job. They don't have no business there. They should be sitting down, (laughs) relaxing. But if they can't afford to sit down and relax, then you can't. They need to be able to afford to sit down and relax because at 65, for real, you telling me 65-year-old person. Mm -hmm. It's time for you to be able to go home, sit on your front porch, knit, do whatever you want to do, watch the stories. You don't have any business and no job. I said, well, what if I don't own my house and I rent, so I still got to have money coming in every month? So I don't know what you're going to do. I just feel like the people should not have to work at that point in their life. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I feel like uh, no kids should go to bed hungry, but <laughs> the really? reality is. Really, really that's yeah. what you're going to do? Yeah, the reality is some people gonna have to work till they old as fuck. But that don't make. No I sense. feel like I know I'm gonna be one of them people. Well, I can't be one. I ask God to not let me be one of them. Okay, people you're not gonna be one of them. That's not gonna work for me. You got about another, you know, then you good. Twenty two more years. Twenty two, then you can call it a done deal. Cause I, I mean, I, I just don't know though. Like, I mean, and then where I work, it's like it's so many people who there and they like seventy five, seventy eight, and I'm like, would you niggas please let somebody else get a job, like? Mm. What the fuck are Hell you here no. for? I'm like you, no. I'm gonna work till I die. No, that shit is not cool. That that just takes away from the job atmosphere. We done had somebody die since I've been there in their office. Hey man, hey, that's and that's that's and look, and that's how he had to go out because he couldn't stop. Mm-mm. That shit ain't cool. I'm just saying. I mean, like to me, like as a as a parent, mm. I don't know. I just, I mean, I'm thankful mine are retired. They mm. doing what they want to do, but. 
I just I just don't see that as the life for somebody that's like even if you say let's say sixty five won't be the cutoff seventy. At seventy years old, you think somebody really have any business coming in it to depends. a job? I mean, it depends. Even okay, so even if you say it's a low stress job, yeah. I mean, Supreme Court niggas be old as fuck. They in the Supreme Court. But they ain't doing shit. They over there playing and they ain't doing shit. <laughs> but I mean, know? it just if you if you're able to do the job, I shouldn't have to make a whole bunch of concessions for you to do the job. Like you should be able to do the job. That's I mean, we have people at our job who fall asleep in meetings. Yeah, like you old and your head stay bobbing and I'm, I'm just like nobody think nothing wrong with this like this person clearly is not productive but Man. they ain't retiring I saw this and y'all 80- not trying to make them retire I saw some 83 year old woman driving the other day 83 and I was just like you don't need to be driving like I'm not with the old people on the road. Like they. So if the old people can go to work, they gotta be able to drive to work. So why why would it's you stop other ways them from to get to work? Okay, so now you finna have their family member or somebody got to drive them to their job. Catch the little old people bus that, uh-uh. that we giving the people rides. <laughs> no, the little short little uh-uh. they like the city bus, uh-uh. but it just be old people uh-uh. on it. The old they people can ride if they can shit. if they can drive to work. I mean, if they can work, that means they supposed to be able. But no, what? You can't what? Drive. Yes, they can. Okay, so you telling me that old people they have to okay. They if get, you're they, over seventy, you got to go every year to renew your license. Is that the rule? That would be that should be the rule. If you want to drive, you got to go every year. You can't go and get you a damn license that every ten years or whatever. You know, nah, hell no. Nah. Your ass sixty nine. You ain't got to come back to you seventy nine. Oh hell no! Nah. Every year past seventy, you got to go down to the DMV. For real? Yeah. I don't think that's fair. That is fair. Why? To make you make sure all your everything is legit. Well, these other people ain't got to come. But my sense is I'm not seventy. I'm fucking twenty three. Is that right? I don't have to go. So we done been together since you been five. I was just using oh. just the first number shot in my head. Okay. I mean, everybody know King German's only twenty five years old. Oh okay. They know. I mean, what are you talking about? Okay. I mean, if that's what you say, I mean, if that's your story, I'm going to let you keep on working with the child. Because <laughs> that don't add up to me. If I don't know nothing else, I know numbers and symbols. That's yeah. it. But, nonetheless. Yeah. So, old people got to get their license renewed every year. Yes. But they can go to work until they die. Yeah, they can go to work until they die, though. As long as you're able to do the job. I mean, you can't be 90 years old trying to hammer nails. I mean, you might can. But, I mean, I don't think I want you on my damn work site. You know what I'm saying? Hammering no nails. So, know. what's a suitable job for an old person? Door greeter, grocery store, uh, making drinks at the fast food place. Um, now, old people should not be at fast food. Yeah, fast like, food is a kind of harmful environment. No, it's not. What you mean harmful? I mean, like, the <laughs> environment is really, like, rough. It's, like, fast paced. Them old people ain't moving that fast to be talking about if they Ms. turn Martha, around. If her job is to make the drinks during the lunch hour rush... Miss Martha can get it done. Miss Martha need to be there like on Sunday. Miss Martha only work two slow. two hours a day from eleven to one. That's it. She come in. <laughs> and that's it. I can't with you. She I works cannot. the lunch rush and then she goes home. Mm-mm. Or we got Miss Brenda. She the biscuit maker. She come in every morning four o'clock strong. She been coming in for forty five years. You know what I'm saying? She make the biscuits. At this location, we love her biscuits. Do you? You sound like you talking about talking. You giving a shout out to Miss Brenda? I, I mean, Miss Brenda that did make the biscuits. Yes, at the <laughs> place. Yes, her. She's getting a shout out because she's old. She's been making the biscuits there for forty five years. Like the mayor of the town, come to the place and get the biscuits. He remember when he was a kid and Miss Brenda was making biscuits. Okay. And now he's an adult, and she loves to work. She can. She needs to because you know, hey, that's just the way life set up. Yeah, I mean, my biggest thing is just that I don't, I don't like to see the old people. What, what, what would you rather be doing? Sitting at home? I mean, do something, do something fun. Like go to Biloxi and, and gamble with your sisters. Now, or now, now, I got a fucking gambling problem. I'm an old. I'm, now oh I, I'm pissed goodness. away. I done pissed away my whole four hundred one k. My now my savings now. No. Now I gotta go back to work. Okay. Well, I just say have fun with your people. That's all I'm trying to say. I just use that as an example. Mm, I feel like it I get bored. Fun. I just want to go to work. No, I, just... I mean like shit. There's kids in the world who need a foster grandmama, and that's a why I go to granddaddy. Go, go to out work. there, and if you volunteer to mentor some children, that's great. Mm. But when you just out here making a mess in the um in the workplace, not mm. so great. Mm. Like I said, as long as you're able though. 
Okay. So, how about this? Okay. You're dead, right? I guess. Question mark. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. Okay. Perhaps. Perhaps. So, we're going to assume that you are dead. Let's just assume that. Yeah, just let's assume. Um, how do you feel about parents confronting or, or being involved in uh, what goes on at school with their kids? So, like, if somebody is bullying your child or somebody's bothering your child, if you don't want to use the term bully, uh, how would you approach the situation? Okay, at first, I'd be like, why you ain't handle this? I mean, I wouldn't approach it at all unless my son was like, like straight up pussy and wasn't doing nothing about it. And I knew that was his demeanor. So, so why does a child have to be pussy just because it's a lot of little pussy ass little kids? He's a there. peaceful kid. Is okay, what that if is. I know my son is that not that kind, I would I would say I'd be like, listen, uh, I would try to go and be like, listen, my son don't bother nobody. I would go try to talk to the administration. And I'm like, listen, my son doesn't bother anybody. Uh, he keeps coming home, says his kid keeps, you know, messing with him. Could y'all please do something about it? That's what I would do. If nothing happens beyond that, then, you know, I can't say what I would do because if anything would ever happen, I wouldn't want anything to ever come back to me. So, you know. Okay, well, we had, um, I saw it online and I looked at the little um, write-up on it. And this was this parent the guy, the, the father, decided the son came home and was saying that he was being bullied at school or what have you. And so the dad had this clever idea that he would introduce himself to the bully. So he didn't confront him in a bad way. Mm-hmm. He introduced himself to the bully. And then after asking the bully, you know, what, why were you picking on my child? He found out that this child also was being bullied. And therefore, he just was basically passing returning on, it to the on. next person. And so, in the conversations, he was actually, you know, became friends with the um, with the man's son. And then they got to hanging out. So, the guy ends up being a mentor to the kid that bullied his son. Oh, the son. And, I mean, and it was it was a nice gesture. Yeah. Like, you never would know that this so, kid would have needed anything. The boy parents, I mean, didn't really have much. So, he was able to, you know what I'm saying, buy him a couple of little oh outfits. God. And do things with him, and they were hanging out, having a good time. You bought your son a friend. No, that that's not true. That's not true. Now, mm, I, I mean, mean that, a lot of times people don't. I mean, like people dismiss what we would call bad behavior as just that, and they stop it there. Versus trying to get to the root of the problem, like why is this person acting out? Why is this person behaving in such a manner? And then when you find out the person has issues, just like anybody else, which easily could be resolved by some kind of gesture. So I'm just saying, like, because of the fact that, you know, everybody has their own approach. Me personally, I probably would not have been as open to the idea of hanging out with the dude, but I would have been like, you know, trying to get to the bottom of it. What's going on here? Like the squash, yeah, but just hanging out. Like, I'm sorry you don't have any mentors in your life. You You won't have one now either. You was fucking with my son, and now, hey, I just want to know why. Oh, you was getting bullied too? Well, hey, man, you need to... What? How? No, I'm not gonna do that. My son, you were picking on my son. And now we going to the baseball game together, us three. Fuck that! Hell I mean, nah. they knew like they was having a good time in the documentary. I, I or bet the they little, did. Um, I bet they did. Like you just you, you just tell your son to tighten up, and I ain't buying you no more goddamn friends. That's what you tell your son. You make friends on your motherfucking own, and you stand up for yourself. Fuck this shit. So, what, so if you had a child that was getting bullied, boy or girl. And this child was going to school. They were trying to handle it their own way. But they still was coming into these problems. They came home. They let you know that they were going through this thing. Your advice to your child would simply be... No, my advice would not be to my child. The, the, the advice King Germ gives the people on this forecast is not the same advice I would give my child. Okay? King Germ... Oh, excuse the heck out yeah. of me. But as far as my child... I mean, I would just tell my son, like, if it was my son... And or you know it, it just depends. But if it's my son, I, I mean I would try to understand like why he why he won't stand up for himself. I would ask him a question like why when why are you not standing up for yourself? Would be the first question I would ask him because you know I understand you know like why are you intimidated by this person and you know you feel like you could lose a fight or whatever whatever like you know don't be scared to lose a fight. Just don't be scared to fight. That's my whole thing. Don't go out looking for a fight. But if a fight come to your front door. Don't be scared to jump. I don't care if you win or lose. I don't care. I do not care. But I just don't want you to be one of the people that's scared to fight. That's my whole thing. And, you know, so 
I mean, as stupid as a rationale that might be, that's just how I feel about it. You know what I'm saying? I, I would want him to at least defend yourself. So you know that, that 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 kind of mentality should go through other aspects of their life too. Yeah. So that means like standing up for yourself. If you just in a situation, it don't have to ever. I mean, it doesn't have to get to a point of being physical. It's just a point that you can understand where anybody, you know, could say, "I want to voice my opinion. I want to stand up for myself because I don't agree with whatever is happening." And therefore, you can understand, you know, the need to speak up for yes. yourself. Yes, exactly. So even if it's like not a kid, not a bullying situation, something that you don't like. You have to. You you would think that it would be appropriate for anybody to voice their opinion. In well, that. I mean, according to the way it is now, like you, that's what they want you to do. Like the dude at work, uh, man told the man straight up. He asked him to do something. He said that is not what I was hired for, and he was just like, uh, and I don't feel like it's right that you know that you are asking me to do this, and I have the right to say I don't want to do it. And I was just like, wow, <laughs> as of this generation. Got it. Got it right. If they feel like they are wrong in any way, they gonna speak up. Whether it's a parent, an employer, a teacher, like they a coach, they 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 speak up, and, and it's 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 wild. So I mean, yeah, speak up. I mean, but then at a certain thing is also is that a lot. We were, of, we were taught just to take it. We were taught to have respect for authority. No, 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 no. Not just respect. We didn't question authority, so we had blind trust in authority. So we were told if we tell you to do it, just do it. Don't question it. Shut the fuck up. And we were okay with that. So we, they came in the house and they told us some wrong information. We went with it because that's what we were told. They told us to do it. We did it. We asked why. You know what I'm saying? Why we washing dishes when we got dishwasher? We ain't asked that stupid question. Like, why we hanging our clothes when we got to dry it? We ain't asked that question. We just did it. You know what I'm saying? This generation here, oh, they're going to ask you. They're going to question you. They're going to be like, hey, this doesn't make sense. This is not fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then times I mean, change. it's just a good, I mean, like, you have to have, it's all about uh, a balancing act. Yeah. And you can't just, you know what I'm saying, always go to, oh, just because you asked a question, that means you're right. You can ask a question, you can get clarity, but don't mean that nothing got to change either. Mm -hmm. So it's just, you know what I'm saying, your expectation of what should happen. I mean, I know for myself, in certain situations, it's like people assume that just because you a female that you're supposed to just take whatever directions you're supposed to be a team player if anybody has to give up something you're the one who's giving up in the negotiation you're the one who's trying to make sure that everybody else is comfortable with you whereas that's not the stance that you have to take so my thing is even when we teach our kids or even suggest things for children uh all those types of things kind of mold them into who they're going to be so you have to be mindful of a certain you know, impressions that you put on kids. Mm -hmm. Because even now, talking about grown people in the workplace, you got some fucked up grown people simply because of the fact that they have been given the idea, for whatever reason, that they have the right to do whatever they want to do and other people's opinions don't matter or what have you. There's no negotiating. It's just, this is what I said and that's the bottom line. Mm. So, you know, what, what you have to say? Oh, you good? Yeah, I'm good on that. You're looking a little frustrated. I'm not frustrated at all. Oh, okay. It's just, I mean, that was cool how that dad went about it. He knew what kind of kid he had, and I mean, he wasn't the physical type. He probably was bullied when he was a kid, too. Really? So, you think so? Yeah, I mean, you know, because people that they got bullied and shit like that, when they grow like they still hold that resentment years later, like, I don't understand y'all people, man. You know, call me insensitive or whatever you want to call insensitive. me, but... I mean, but if you got bullied, I mean, everybody got bullied as a child. Like, you don't hold on to that shit. That shit shouldn't define you as an adult. You shouldn't think about that shit like, oh, well, when I was in school, people uh, bullied me because I, I was poor and I, or I talked white or I never got a haircut or this, this, and that. And you know what I'm saying? And they hold this resentment forever. And now they be flexing like, yeah, the people that were, that bullied me. Uh, they uh, they want to be me. They, yeah. Or, they, they, they work. They still work. Yeah, they still doing yeah. the same job. This is. You know, they try to put the people down because, you know, now you feel better because you did it in life. Great, man. If that's what it took for you to get to where you had to get, man, great. 
But you holding this resentment because somebody picked on you in high school, man, get the fuck over that shit, bro. Like, I, I just, I'm not with that shit. Like, I mean, my biggest thing is, I mean, like you said, everybody kind of was bullied when we were coming up. You just had to, the, I just mean, it, play, it, that's it, how people were. Like, it, it, Thank you, you. you. Everybody talked about everybody. So. If you was fat, you got talked about. If you was dark skin, you got talked about. If you was light skin, you got talked about. If you was skinny, you got talked about. If you uh, I mean, had a big anything. head, big eyes, big ears, big nose, big lips, big teeth, anything like motherfuckers attacked your motherfucking ass, and it was like, <laughs> I mean, you had you had to learn how to survive. Yes. And when people sit there, and I mean, I feel like in this case, you know, I I applaud him because I think it was awesome tactic that he used to get the boy to turn around or whatever and, and actually become friends and all of that. But it's just like, you know, thinking about when people just hold on, hone in on that. And it's like, you don't like whoever or whatever group of people, like you, you don't like the popular kids because you weren't popular. Um, it's just crazy because you let something that happened to you many, many years ago, decades ago, still have such a control really over you and how you interact with other people Mm -hmm. simply because of the fact that you feel some type of way about a group of people uh simply because of what happened to you when you were a kid and that should really just make you tougher not make your kids feel no type of way or you know a cop out like oh i was bullied too like i don't even like the use of that word like it's just overplayed yeah. Like so many people want to holler that they being bullied or what have you. Whenever they want to get into a confrontation, people use whatever cause they got to get out of it. When it's like somebody just asks you a question, they are not bullying you. Like how am I asking for a point of clarity? And now I'm coming off aggressive simply because I raised my voice a little bit. Like mm-hmm. you, you got to be kidding me. So you know we just got to be careful when we try to sling those type of terminology around. Uh, they say a lot of times people who get bullied and stuff like that end up being those individuals who harm other people um, and things like that. So Hurt people hurt people. That's what they say. So, so our TV talk for today. Mm. Making of a Murderer. Making a Murderer season two. Yeah, season two. Yeah. So how are you liking it so far? I mean, it's it's... They, they they build up, you know. I want to see if he's gonna get out. You know what I'm saying? He probably not. You know. So what you think about him? You think he innocent? I mean, it's a lot of circumstantial evidence that you know. I mean, it, it, and Stephen Avery, he. I mean, it's, it's a lot of circumstantial evidence. Like I can see why they railroaded him like that if they did, and but I mean. So even with the kid, um, Brendan. And I'm like I don't think he had nothing to do with it. I really feel like the boy just didn't know no better. Yeah, he was just there, and or you know they they had some DNA there that tied him just to the scene. Yeah, I really don't think he did nothing. Like you said, they can get people to say if you hold somebody under lights for eight hours and you just constantly ask them questions and over and over again, and sometimes motherfuckers just want to go home. Yeah, and, or they feel like if I say it, they just leave me alone, and and, and they cave got their kids, and you know what I'm saying. He probably was, and then he seemed like he has some mental stuff going on. Yeah, too. and so that's why I'm like, come on, man. Like you know, it 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 looks very circumstantial for Steve. If if he did it, he involved the kid, and the kid really didn't know what was, the fuck was going on. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So. I still don't. I mean, like I, like you say, that guy, the little young man, he don't seem like he know up from down. <laughs> and I just like to for him to give the level of. I mean, and then like when you rewatch the interview or whatever, it's like they keep they was feeding him yeah. what he needed to say. Yeah. So you ask him the question, but you already laid it out. So all he basically is saying yes or no. He might fill in a blank or two for you, but you done painted the picture for him. So it was easy for him to kind of fall into it, and then. Like you see, after so long, it's just like, hell, I'm, I'm ready to go home. They say they're going to let me go if I tell them this. They say they already know. So what am I, you know what I'm saying, what am I doing just wasting time? And then at the end of the day, now this man done basically gave his life away because they have been locked up for over 10 years. Yeah, it's been about 10, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I think it was like 08 or something. Yeah. So it's like at this point, even if they get out, the system has me- really messed them up because... Like, how the heck? I mean, and then the thing about Stephen Avery is the fact that he already been locked up for some years Mm -hmm. for a crime that they found out that he didn't commit. I think that's even more reason why the people want to lock him up again. (laughs) Because they're like, okay, you done came out, done told all these people that you were wrongfully accused one time. Mm -hmm. Or we finna lock your ass up for good now because you, you know what I'm saying, you done put us out here like we don't know how to do our job or what have you. So they, they, to me, that's motive. Yeah. 
Like, they have a bone, to, you know what I'm saying, to pick with this guy. And they feel like they going to get him back. And then they not even thinking about the fact that you done snatched a kid up in this thing. This dude, he don't know nothing. So, mm-hmm. why would you want to take away his life for this? So, when you first saw the introduction of his so-called, air quotes, fiance, what were you thinking about that? I knew she was uh, cloud chasing from the beginning. I knew it. Really? Yes. Some of the little, the one that left him. That was him. supposed to be going with Stephen Avery. Yeah, I knew she was cloud chasing from the beginning because she didn't care about him because all she cared about was the show. I knew I was going to be uh, known as his girlfriend on season two of making them. I was like, oh, bitch, that's all you're here for. You don't give a fuck about this nigga, man. I mean, and it was just like... And the other girls one that really gave a fuck about the bottom chick. Don't you know, do that. that. That She was his bottom chick. The bottom chick never leaves you. Never? Never. That's why she your bottom chick. I guess, if you say so. Yeah. I mean, like, she... I mean, to me, at first, I was just like, well, maybe she's somebody that just, you know what I'm saying, like yeah. the prisoners. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got a soft spot for them, so... Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I'm thinking, like, maybe the lady just wanted to come through and get her some of that action now, she, knew she, she was going to marry she, the man and, she and just got out of divorce and everything she was looking to rebound and you know she was trying to make some money off this and she did she made no then you she, think she got a check she got a check from dr phil or something she got a little little notoriety you know what i'm saying so you know we talk about it now on the forecast so the millions and millions they 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 know about it now so you know it is what it I is. I don't know the hell for name. I just remember her being on there. Yeah. I mean, she looked... I mean, initially, like I said, she looked like she wouldn't have really been into him. But oh. then at the same time, it was just like, well, she was playing that part. She was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to see him and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I mean, had me thinking about the days when I would be riding down the highway, going to the prison on the weekend. So, you know, it's just... I just thought maybe there was something. It was a little something there. And she didn't have nothing. She just was playing a man. I mean, like, he was so into it, too. It was just like... Women, He was man. eating it up. Women. How do y'all fall for niggas in prison? Like, really? Like, what? I mean, niggas in prison got game. Ain't no way in the world. I mean, like, they ain't got nothing but time. Shit, you can you think about all but the good things in to say. prison. It's, 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 it's a whole other thing when I tell you. It's like, words come to life. It's like they're in prison, but that that mean that niggas in the free world ain't doing what they supposed to be doing. If you can fall for a nigga that's locked How up, how can you fall for a nigga that's locked up? Just because somebody is in the free world does not mean <laughs> that they are doing what they supposed to be doing. So if you laying next to a nigga who trifling that you got to beg to go to work or you got to beg him to do right, the nigga cheating on you, you know this motherfucker ain't doing nothing unless he fucking niggas, cause he ain't with nobody. Man. I mean, getting a guard or something, maybe. I don't know. But if if nothing else, you know where he at all the time. Mm. So, I mean, maybe that's what the people like. But I know when I had my escapade, it, I was young. So, you know, <laughs> I was falling for all the lies and stuff. So, I mean, the nigga still locked up. So, that was many, many years ago, decades ago. So, I was believing he was coming home every every parole hearing and all this other stuff. So, hell, I'm just like... All I had to do was go out there and check. He's still in there. Mm-hmm. Sentence active. So, hell, I don't think he's ever coming out. So I'm mad you're still checking up on a nigga. But <laughs> I find out a whole lot on this forecast. Doing the forecast. It's a, hey, it's mind-blowing. Sheesh. Oh, I'm man. saying, I just be want to know where people be at sometimes. I got you, man. No? Man. Too much? Too much reaching? Man. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. You got a question for the nation, though? I do have a question for the nation. Okay, what's your question, nigga? Uh, this question says, I want to smoke with my pops. I'm oh. grown. He knows I smoke. He been smoking. I think it's time we smoke when I go home for break. How would how would you suggest I do this? Well, uh, well I don't smoke, so that's definitely your question. Well, I mean, I could never smoke with my mom. Like You know what I'm saying? That wouldn't... I just, even if she smoked, we, we would never smoke together. I just, I'm not with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all might have a real good conversation. I mean, we might, but still, it's just, I couldn't do it. So, as far as your situation, I mean, shit, just roll up, be sitting outside or wherever you smoke at. We'll be outside, don't smoke in the house, because then that'd be disrespectful. Just be outside, he come outside, talk to you, you know, pass that shit to his ass. Yeah, see you know what I'm saying? Yeah, see what it happened. He might, he might be like, yo, man, you know. 
if you feel like y'all at that point, I mean, just just pass that shit to him. I mean, weed is a great neutralizer. Yeah. Mm hmm. I mean, you know, a lot of friendships been made over a joint. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of bonding. So yeah, man, sit there bond with your pops, man. You know. Yeah, you can bond could without you, being high. Could you drink with your uh, mom or dad? Anything like no. that? No. <laughs> I mean, I can't drink with my well, my mama don't drink. I mean, and my daddy. I guess he doesn't drink anymore, I guess. So, I don't think that would be the thing. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, smoking is cool, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't think I ever smoke with my son. I wouldn't do that shit. I mean, I just wouldn't do it. I hope he doesn't have the desire to do it. but He might. You know, it's I, always I, present I, I, I try him. to tell him, you know what I'm saying, wait till you get old, bro. Get, get through with shit first before you start trying to do this shit because, you know. It's always going to be here. It's only going to get better. <laughs> so the longer you wait, the better it's going to get. <laughs> is that what it is? Yes, man. Because, like, just think the kids these days are not going to ever smoke, like, the the Reggie that we smoke. Like, they're not going to smoke that shit. Like, we smoke. We seen the, the evolution of weed. These niggas coming out the gate smoking the best shit out there. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, shit going to be wild for them. <clears throat> you think so? Of course. Like, man. I mean, like, I mean, I guess. I, I, I don't really weed, like the whole process of water smoking. Now. They so. got weed water now. Like, who's doing that? People in California. I mean, I don't know. I'm doing good to be on these edibles. That's that's about as good as it gets. Yeah, man. They infuse drinks to get you high. Like, that shit is crazy now. They got, I mean, you can get high all kinds of ways, man. All kinds of ways. Man, that is amazing. So, yeah, man. So, shout out. Yeah, yeah just try it, man. Try some edibles with pops. That'll yeah, be the that best. Yeah, that might be better. That'd be the best way. Like, yo, dad, you want a cookie? Want this brownie? Next thing you know, dad's stone to the bone. And y'all laughing. Daddy probably already know when he tastes the first bite. Because if, yeah. he if he's already smoking weed, he, he know what that mess tastes like. Boy, what is it? Mm. Where you get this from? Uh, keep it 100. You got to keep it 100? Um... 100. My keep it 100 is when you say that you gonna come through and y'all doing a group something together, please bring or contribute what you said that you were gonna contribute. It's very disappointing when I got to be the person to referee what you said you wanted to do. Like, hence, example, if we supposed to be buying a table at a function, getting real specific, mm. You say, the group says, we might even need two tables. Okay. But good thing that I had enough sense to just say one. <coughs> but nonetheless, when it's time to collect money, we like three, four people short. And I got to go and recruit folk because I got to actively seek people to purchase these tickets that y'all claim y'all needed excessive numbers of tickets. Mm. So... Like, if you say we going in on a group thing, just go ahead and have your money ready by the day that the people say that the money supposed to be ready. Don't start clamming up when you realize who coming. You already agreed that you was coming to the function. Yeah. Don't play with nobody money because then you get to see me step outside of myself. And that's really not what you want to do. So, if we going in on something, go in, do your part. You ain't really got to sit still the whole time. It's a party. Hey, you just want to be able to have a spot when your feet get to hurting. So, next time, don't lie and say that you're putting in when you're not. Because you can't sit at my table unless you pay. Mm. So, that's that's my keep it 100. That part. Yeah, man. Y'all people get your money together when you go into the group shit, man. Gotta have your money. So, all y'all people booking these large group cruises and, you know, such and such going to flake on you and all this bullshit. Now, you left holding the bag at the end. That shit fucked up, man. So It is. And it's, it's, it's just not cool because I'm banking on you and going ahead and getting something reserved on the front end. Now, had you not given me all my money, I really would have been mad because... I already paid for it. I'm recouping my money. So that's why I got to actively go out here and try to find whoever <laughs> will because I can't catch it. I can't take no laws. Exactly. So I'm like, you you just don't do people like that when you know that you agree to do something. And then, the fun, like I said, the funny part of it, although it ain't funny, is the fact that you said you needed two tables. Like, mm. if I was stupid enough to go and reserve two tables, then I really would have been mad because... 
that four would have turned into fourteen, mm. and I would have had to real sh- really shake some people down mm. to get my money. So yeah, what's your keep it one hundred, man? One hundred. I keep it one hundred, man. This whole Cardi B offset offset going on a uh, stage and apologizing to her and bringing a, you know interrupting her show or whatever you know whether it was planned or not. Him up here publicly apologizing. Uh, and uh, you know, man, listen, bro, listen, 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 bro. You, you don't have to do that. That's your marriage, bro. You don't have to do all this, but you don't have to appease the people in the public the way you need to get your woman back. It's none of their fucking business. And Cardi, you don't have to take the pressure from these niggas telling you to take me. You just take this man back. Take this man back. Listen, that's y'all family. Y'all decide how y'all want to motherfucking do that shit. Don't 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 fall and don't cave into the public pressures from people on the outside that that really don't have anything to do with y'all. You know what I'm saying? If this man, you don't have to go on stage and make yourself look like the simp of the year with all these flowers and and you know you don't have to do that dumb shit. And then Cardi, you don't have to just take the nigga back. If you want to make the nigga goddamn grovel for six months and and you know all this, I mean, yeah, you have to do it. You don't have to listen to us. Y'all decide what's best for you guys, okay? You know what I'm saying? And, I mean, I'm just getting sick of seeing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Really, it bothers me. Bothers does me it so. Really? Yeah, it, it bothers does. you? It does, man. I mean, my thing is, I, I don't know. Because for me, I don't really take too much stock in celebrity relationships. Yeah. Like, I mean, so many people get caught up, drawn into it. And it's fine. You know, you like who you like as far as artists and whatever. Um, But as far as really being invested in these people's relationships, nobody really should care. Like, you do what you do and that's it. It's no reason why somebody should even be making you feel like you're supposed to be on whatever side. If you want to stay with him, stay with him. If you don't, don't. But all that other stuff is just like so many people are like, you crazy if you stay. You crazy if you go. I mean, it's whatever shit. And half the people who got so much to say, relationships ain't shit or they ain't in one. So you talking about what you would take and what you wouldn't take. Nigga, you would do whatever you had to do to keep a nigga at this point. So some people that be giving the most advice... They ain't even the people that you should be listening to. Like, what is your track record? Mm. So if your old stuff shitty, then why the hell am I sitting here listening to you tell me about, you know what I'm saying, what you got going on? Because mm. you ain't got no input when you can't keep no man. Nope. Or woman or whatever the case may be. So um, you got a winner? Yeah, man. I got a winner, man. First winner is Pizza Plug. Winner. Uh, shout what? out to Pizza Plug, man. You know, I... I Hey, I tested the waters, man. I, you know, I, I was scared I was going to get ripped off, and I didn't, and end up with a lot of pizza. So, shout out to Pizza Plug. Yeah, I um, appreciate that, too. Yeah, man. My other winner is uh, Gucci Mane. Winner. Gucci Mane is my winner for dropping this gem right here. Okay, so let me throw some names out. Uh, somebody said right now, Eminem is the king of rap. Why would you say he's not? You got to come with a better name. Yeah. <laughs> that, don't even, that ain't even worth. All right. Because I ain't playing Eminem in my car. Okay. You playing me yours? Uh, when he drops something, usually the week of. You sliding around playing Eminem in your car, you and your old lady? Nah, just Dolo. Like, <laughs> just Dolo playing Eminem, just, just metaphors. Yeah, boss. Just going in. Boss, <laughs> Because there, there's something for every occasion. When you ride in Dolo, like, you well, know, you, you want it like. You hell. <laughs> you hell. When he dropped that shit right there against Eminem, I felt that shit in my soul. I laughed so hard. I mean, come on, man. He he was honest as fuck. You got to give Gucci Man props. He's my winner for saying the realest shit on the fucking radio. Shout out to Gucci Man. Uh, you got any winners? Yeah, my winner today is going to be Simone Biles. Winner. ESPN has named her the most dominant uh, athlete of 2018. Come on, man. Why? Wow, I can't represent for her? I mean, you can rep. I mean, I'm, I mean, twenty-one years old. I'm calling. I'm calling out the, 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 the ESPN. Yeah, I'm, I'm side-eyeing them. Don't hate on it. She got Olympic gold medal. I didn't say anything. Okay. That was two years ago. Yeah, but they they still repping. So shout out to <laughs> Simone Biles. <laughs> Who your loser, man? Loser. Uh, my loser is this pastor. Um. By the name of, he's a mega church pastor. He's been criticized for buying his wife a, a two hundred thousand dollar Lamborghini truck. A South Carolina pastor defended bullying his wife. <coughs> excuse me, 
defendant buying his wife a 200,000 Lamborghini Urus as an eighth wedding anniversary present after coming under fire for the purchase. Pastor John Gray, the leader of Relentless Church in Greenville, South Carolina, came under fire for presenting his wife, a venter, with this expensive vehicle. Damn, her, her name sounds like the damn name in the car. A venter? Good gracious. A video that went viral, which has since been deleted, showed the pastor surprising his wife with the keys to the luxury vehicle last week. Uh, the pastor was criticized by the social media users questioning how he could afford the car. In a Facebook Live video Thursday, Gray defended the purchase while tearing up at times. Oh, my gosh. Pastor buys his wife this expensive car, Gray said. First of all, it wasn't a pastor who bought the car. It was a husband that bought the car. Get that in your spirit. <laughs> oh, shucks. Pastor Spicy. I like that. <laughs> he also addressed the speculation that he used some money from the church to pay for the Lamborghini. Did this man use any money from the church to do this, gray ass? And the answer is no. Absolutely not. And God, take my life on this live feed if I did. Oh, God. <laughs> now, the pastor continued that the car was bought with money he saved from his second book deal and the fourth season of his reality show, The Book of John Gray, which airs on the own channel. Uh, my wife has pushed for my dreams and my vision, and she has toiled with a man who is still trying to find himself, he said. That carries a weight. I wanted to honor her for how she's covered me. Uh... Grace said he had put a deposit on the car, but has not fully paid it off. In Instagram post, his wife defended her husband. Uh, my husband is a hard worker, she wrote. He worked his whole life, and he saved to bless his wife. Oh, so let me tell you, man. You might lose a pastor because you can't be out there buying goddamn $200,000 coffee to uh, First Lady. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I, I know I'm hard on the pastors on the show. And, I'm and, you know, like Kev on stage say, a lot of people uh, treat one bad pastor they, they, they treat all pastors from that one bad pastor that hurt them. And you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm not doing that because I know there's some good pastors out there, but I know it's a lot of bad ones. And, Mr. Gray, you you one of these TV pastors. You, you know what I'm saying? You just want to be a superstar celebrity. You don't really want to preach that word. You want all the blessings. And so, you know, you are my loser, my guy, for, for all of that. Yeah. That's I mean, I'm like, as far as for pastors, I mean, I don't have a problem with people having things. A lot of people want to try to act like to be a Christian, you're supposed to be poor. You ain't supposed to have nothing. Uh, uh, pastor's supposed to be vowing to be in poverty like a nun or somebody that's just not supposed to have any of these worldly goods. But you, again, have to have balance. Because when you're looking at what you have based, um, you know, in comparison to what your parishioners have, yeah, they may have less because they're one person and you have more because you have these collective funds and you might have a job on top of being a pastor. But you should think about how that looks to people who may be giving their last dollar to the church. Mm. And you riding around here, they may be catching a bus to your service. Mm. And you don't think that... The church could do something different than I mean, like you, you really think she need a Lamborghini? That I mean, mm. that's a bit much, like yeah. to me. Yeah. And maybe I'm wrong, but I, I just don't don't think that that's cool. But he said he bought that with his money. And I doubt that that would be. I mean, <laughs> if you telling me you a pastor, you bought it with our money, because yes, <laughs> the money came into the church. The church paid you after the fact, mm. but that that made it become your money. But you still <laughs> paid it with our money. So I'm not buying that at all. I, I ain't even trying to hear that. So that, that's all you got for me? You got a second loser? Or just oh, that's my he loser. enough of a loser for you? Yeah, he enough of a loser for me. Okay. Well, keeping with the holiday spirit, my loser is people who agree to do these doggone secret Santas and you know your gift ain't going to be shit. Loser. Now, again, niggas. <sighs> Don't, I mean, it pisses me off because, again, I'm the gift giver. Yeah. I, I, I do my thing when it comes down to giving gifts. I try to know my person. If nothing else, I try to figure, you know what I'm saying, figure out stuff that you like, whatever, whatever. Get you something that will wow you a little bit. Mm -hmm. It don't always have to be the most expensive because I'm a smart shopper as well. But when your shit come off as cheap. That that's that's just not acceptable. Like if the price range was fifteen to twenty dollars, your goal is to get as close to them fifteen to twenty dollars as possible. Don't buy me no bunch of dollar store shit. If you just gotta put the fifteen dollars in the card, I would appreciate that versus you buying me some cheap ass shit. Mm. Like don't don't do that. Mm. Don't do that. I mean, in this time of year, everybody could use an extra dollar or two. 
So if you know you just didn't have, I mean, even if you ain't got but the $10, give me a $10 gift card to Walmart. I always am in there. I promise you I'll find something that I can use your your $10 to purchase. If nothing else, it'll go towards something. Don't just don't pick a name if your gift gonna be trash. Like for real, just leave them people names in the bucket. Say you ain't participating this year, cause you already know that you ain't trying to buy no gifts. So you a loser when you come in there. I mean, especially when your gift is the bomb and you giving shitty gifts. So maybe you a winner, but to me you a loser cause you done got over, and that's not cool. You got any shout outs? Man, shout out to the nation, man. Shout out to GQ Blue. So, all right, be easy. Short T. Short T. Shout out to Ruler Myself, uh, RT3, Peppy J from B More, Light Skin Kanye, Drew from DC, uh, Gerard in Boston, uh, Papa Dash, Daughter Dash. Shout out to the 12 Cal Podcast. Shout out to Back Talk Podcast. Um, Shout out to Dr. Brace and everybody at Dr. Brace Network. You got that disrespectful motherfucker MJ. You got Mr. Wash. You got K-Law the truck driver. And, of course, you got Dr. Brace himself. Don't forget, we got a couple days left on the um, greatest episode uh, bracket. Go over there and vote for that shit. Um, and that's about it, man. Anybody else over there at that site to fuck with us and anybody else that fuck with, with us the long way, the short way, or no way at all, shout out to y'all. Um, Yes, this episode, my favorite number, as he said last show, three is my favorite number. So we got 333, episode 333. And it's your girl, Queen. I don't even have to use the germ because I'm in the driver's seat today. So therefore, my sidekick just gave y'all his shout out. So I like a shout out. Uh, Pam and the fam, anybody representing the 912, that's Savannah, Georgia, y'all. The Johnson 5. And, uh,. Say peace to the people. You out, right? We out. Oh, yeah. And don't forget, <clears throat> as always, call the voicemail 347-201-2572. Uh, don't forget, you can always leave a comment uh, at frocast.com on the page. I mean, go look at it. We we, re- we did it. So, you know, if you're looking for the Frocast, go to the site. See all that good shit. Uh, subscribe, like the YouTube. We got Nappy Afro. I think it's Nappy Afro video. Just look up the forecast on YouTube. You'll find that. And uh, that's about it, man. So, yeah. And let the people know how you felt like I did. I know I wasn't the best. Oh, yeah. But Terrible. I was not the best that I could be. I got to live up to my own expectations. Yeah. But this yeah. nigga right here, he ain't seeing me. Let me come through. Let me come through one more time. Then mm-hmm. it's going to be on point. 334, the real will be back. You know what I'm saying? Y'all get y'all the host. Put, the put in your comments. And let the people know that y'all enjoyed the show. <laughs> that I'm the, I'm the one to be here. Queen, <laughs> fuck germ. We ain't worried about that shit right now. We in here to win it. Oh Peace. Peace. That's the end of the show. Go to nappyafro.com for more information. Or not. It's your loss. NappyAfro.com